Hello, this is the All Ireland Podcast. My name is Dylan Murphy, and with me I have Ronan Freel. Am I pronouncing that right, Freel? Yeah, indeed. That's perfect. Um, so thanks very much for joining me. Um, so I suppose just to kind of get the ball rolling, um, for someone that's never heard it before, how would you kind of describe your music? Um, my music, I would say, is fairly varied. Um, I try to kind of pull from a lot of different genres and kind of uh, mix them all into one and uh, make it kind of as interesting as possible. But uh, I mainly focus on the kind of folk and kind of singer-songwriter aspects and fairly acoustic as well but it changes all the time i think i like to kind of mix it up and keep it interesting how long have you been playing music like what's your whole history um with music as a whole and um how did you get started releasing singles in the way that you are now um yeah so my story of music is a fairly long one um i grew up as a part of a very musical family um like all of my siblings would have played music when i was younger and being the youngest in my family as well um i guess they were always kind of the role models that i looked mm. at so all along uh through all of that i was looking at music and looking at loads of different music so within me um so it was only natural that i would kind of start writing music and playing music myself um and i really started doing my own thing then um kind of in the middle of secondary school. Uh, it was kind of the start of it all. But now, more recently, since I started college, uh, about three years ago, I've really started to do it properly. Um, and then I started on the, on the whole recording business of recording my, my singles and things like that. Um, and that was kind of a culmination of all of those years. Like some of those songs, um, um, so I'd been sitting on them for a while. Um, so this project that I, I just finished there this year, it was kind of the end of a a few years of writing and creativeness and things like that. So yeah. it was nice to kind of turn that page. Um, where and what are you studying, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, so I'm in Trinity in Dublin and I'm doing engineering with management. So a little bit removed from the music scene. Do you think it's um, difficult to kind of balance your time from your studies obviously i know it's a lot different now uh, but absolutely. say but say yeah, that's... in in pre-lockdown times i guess in the good days <laughs> yeah. um would it would would that have been something that you would have had difficulty with kind of balancing your time you know trying to spare some time for your career in music and balancing that with your studies yeah absolutely um it was really something that i struggled with a lot because engineering being such a um a time-consuming degree as well. Um, yeah. It took up a, a lot of the week, definitely. But I feel like just find times for the things that you really want to do. So music is one of those things for me. Um, so sometimes it was in the the wee small hours, as I say. But um, mm. you you always do find time for the things that you. you and what do. was? Um, but it was. Yeah, oh, no, it was sorry, challenging it's... at the time. But um, but no, you always make time. And what was the kind of moment, like, or what was the kind of time that you decided that you wanted to um, start recording professionally and releasing the music? Good question. Um, well, I had kind of been, like, naturally you start off doing cover songs and things like that, but I always kind of wanted more, and I started writing my own thing then. And after you build up a certain amount of those songs, the songs that you really put a lot into, um, and that you really care a lot about, you kind of end up wanting other people to hear those things and to kind of 
experience what you're feeling as well because you're trying to express yourself through your song so that really was what it was for me I kind of wanted to to show what I was thinking to um and kind of express myself through the songs so through that it kind of pushed me to to kind of make them the best they could be and to to release them then for the world to hear I suppose and um, can you tell me about your time doing covers as you mentioned there because I seen your I seen your YouTube channel and um the videos there are a few are a few years old at this stage. So what kind of happened in between yeah. that time and um, recording the way you are now, let's say? Sure. So it's something that I've kind of done intermittently the whole way through. And I really love putting my own spin on other people's songs. Um, I, I think it brings a whole different level to what you're doing and you can always learn from what other people do as well. So uh, even at the minute, um, like I think... Um, I'm on day 74 now of my Instagram series where I'm playing a new song every day. So um, I'm trying to pull other people's songs and put my own spin on them every day now. But um, I, I think both go hand in hand with working on originals and covers because what you do in your originals informs how you kind of listen to music and how you put your own spin on cover songs and then uh, naturally listening to other music informs your songwriting as well. So it's it's all one big process for me, I think. Um, the whole thing of the Instagram series is very interesting to me. Is it ever hard to um, find a song to do every day? Or is it just a thing of like ideas are constantly coming and it's just a matter of getting them out? Um, yeah, well, it, it was fairly overwhelming at the start because the first day I got some 40 suggestions for songs. So um like I thought I'd be going forever with it and I, there would be no end to the list. But uh, at this stage, it is, it's getting harder and harder every day um, to find a new song and to find an interesting song to do. But um, no, I'm really loving it so far. It's, if anything, it's an excuse to play music every day, mm. which is great. Um, and it keeps me occupied, I suppose. But, um, but no, it, it can be quite hard to, to think up uh, a good song at this stage. So if you have any suggestions, fire away. Um, do you think that do you think that the process of doing that series um, kind of has an impact on your own writing? Yeah, I think it does um, because I'm trying to to be more creative these days because I have so much more time, I guess, as everyone does. Um, so I'm trying to pack as much music in as I can. And if that's one of the ways that makes me pick up the guitar, then that's great because I could go and record the video and then for the few hours after that, I would start writing a few songs. So it's kind of that push that needs to go and write some songs. And it might, it might be the same push for someone else. Like if they see someone being creative, they might go and do something themselves. So I, I like that aspect of it. Do you ever suffer from writer's block or suffer from struggling to come up with something or decide on things when it comes to writing a song? Yeah, um, I think it, it's something that everyone goes through at some stage, um, even the most creative people. And especially whenever you're really flat out and so busy with life, it can be hard to sit down and like do nothing for a while and like think or stay in your own mind and come up with a song. So for me, I don't like to force things like that. I don't like to force creativity and I, I like letting it kind of come to me rather than that so uh yeah there have been times 
where I could even go months without even thinking about writing a song, never mind sitting down and doing it. Um, but um, it always does come back and it kind of hits you in the face. And then I find after those few months, like I'd go and write four few days, you know. Um, so it, it is something that you have to experience as a creative, I suppose. So moving on to um, the songs themselves, the tracks that you have on Spotify and the like, um, the first one was Dance in the Rain, is that correct? Yes, that's right. Um, can you tell me about what was the process behind, you know, um, recording and releasing the song and trying to promote it? Was it like a new thing to you at the time? Was it difficult? What was the whole process like? Yeah, it was pretty interesting because I've been playing my own songs for a while, um, kind of out in different gigs and things like that, but I never really professionally recorded something before uh, or released anything before. Um, so I took on this project last summer, around this time last year, I guess. Um, and me and a really good friend of mine, uh, Kyle McCauley, um, went and recorded a few of the songs that I had in his house, actually. He has like a home studio there. Um, and he really knows it was great um and it's great working with your friend as well yeah because you kind of you get each other and you know what you're doing with it all um so that made the whole process a little bit easier because i was already kind of at home with the whole thing i was very comfortable with working with kyle and things like that um but it was really cool it was really exciting as well to see it all come together over those few months in the summer um, because it all, it all started with just me and the guitar, like I had written the songs, um, and then bit by bit, they built up and built up into you could never imagine, even. Um, so that stage, whenever you have a finished song, is really a beautiful thing. I, I loved it. And then the whole releasing of them was a different story again, because that's, that's just trying to play the the game of Facebook and Instagram yeah. and all that, trying to appeal to all the fans. But that in itself is really fun too, because you're, you're finding new people that like your music and that understand you as a person as well. Um, and that, that's also really exciting. I love the whole process really. It was work, but I think it's really, it paid off, I think, in the end. Something that really stands out to me actually is, um, Something I really like is the cover art on all of your on all of your music. Um, can you tell me who did who did that cover art or um, what's the story behind yeah. that? So interestingly enough, um, I I don't really know many artists like people that draw. I know a lot of musicians and really creative people in the world, yeah. but um, very few people that draw. So I actually those few months that I was recording, I would go onto Instagram for a few minutes every day and look through a few hashtags for art and whatever, just kind of searching through to see something that I would like, just for inspiration more than anything. And I didn't know what my plan was for the cover art, but then I discovered this artist um, from London. Her, uh, her art page is Becca W Design, and um, she does some really cool uh, projects, and she's just a college student that does a few things on the side. But I approached her and asked her if she would want to do a few um, cover art pieces for me and she jumped on it straight away it was uh, brilliant but I think they're absolutely amazing um, I, I don't think you get better quality anywhere really so it was kind of just luck of the draw really to find someone that was so approachable and great for that kind of thing um, have, have you recorded the songs in bulk 
like um is there a specific plan for releasing an ep or an album or anything like that or is it just our at the minute is it just kind of recording as you go along and see where the road takes you i suppose yeah so it's a little bit of it just uh take it as it comes i suppose cross the bridge when you come to it uh, yeah. until now but uh those signals up until now were um all recorded together as part of one project um just to see where they went until now and i think uh the next time that i do record which will be soon hopefully um will be uh, it'll be more together and i think yeah it would be an ep or an album or that kind of thing um because whenever you're busy um things can drag on um, and that project, even though it was only four songs, dragged on for a few months. So next time I would like yeah. to just kind of spend a week or something and just record it all in one rather than doing the bits and pieces. So just to be clear, like those four songs, like that was kind of one um, project or package, we'll say. And, and so you'd be moving on now to the next thing. Yeah, that's right. So like I was saying before, those songs were all songs that I had had for years. And it was all the stuff that I'd written up to that point, or the best of what I'd written. And I felt like those four singles were a nice project to kind of cut, cut that there and now turn the page onto the new, the new songs uh, rather than what I'd been banking on for the past few years. So it was, it was nice to do them all as one kind of block and yeah. keep them all in a similar kind of style, I suppose. Um, just just to keep them all as one little package. So now we can move on to newer, more exciting things, I suppose. And do you have many songs in the backlog? Do you have many ideas um, going forward? Or uh, yeah, I would have. Going into uncharted territory? Yeah, well, there's a little bit, little bit of both, really. Um, I like to kind of mix the old and the new sometimes. Mm. Um, so uh, I do have a few that, that I think are worthy of being out there. But um, no, I have plenty that I'm working on as well at the same time. And I'm always rewriting and fixing up old things and things like that. So there's plenty that um, I'm also working on. Um, I recently started working with another friend of mine as well. And me and her have quite a few together. So there's a lot in the works. Yeah, I think. Do you think your musical style has changed much over the years? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's really changed quite a lot. I used to be very into the more traditional folk stuff. Um, okay. So really like Tom Waits and Bob Dylan and all those guys. But now, um, as I've started to listen to more music and uh, I guess moving to Dublin was a big part of this, like meeting new people and hearing what their tastes are. Like I other worlds of music that I'd love to explore um, like funk and soul and uh, some electronic stuff and just everything across the board I don't think you should write anything off in your style yeah. so um, it's really changed the way that I look at music and that I listen to music as well as writing music so um, like you mentioned that the four songs in the project that you released um, that they were all they were all written long long ago and that they were recorded um, did you kind uh, did you kind of change the style of them at all when professionally recording them, or did you kind of stick to the original vision or the original idea of what the song was and what style it would be in? Yeah, so uh, it was interesting going back on songs that were kind of a few years old and uh, kind of applying my current style to them um, because they had already changed quite a bit up until mm. that point. 
um, especially on kind of bigger tracks. So Homesick Blues was the biggest track that I did, and that's a massive, expensive track. And um, that really changed quite a lot through the whole process of recording it. Um, like, as I said, they all start with just the guitar and my vocal, and you add little bits as it goes along. And just eventually it turns into this whole other song almost to what you expected. But I think that's all part of the process. Like it's constantly improving upon your sound and uh, just tweaking it those little tiny bits until it sounds just, just right to you. And I think that's really important to develop your sound as well. Um, but yeah, they definitely did, or some of them changed quite a lot. And some of them exactly the same. In fact, uh, like Dance in the Rain, pretty much sounded the exact same on day one than it did coming out of the studio. Uh, so I guess it depends on the song, yeah. Um, do you think that your opinion on different songs kind of changes over time? Like, is if, um, if you change as a person, as an artist over time, do you think that your opinion of songs that you recorded or written in the past will change? Yeah, um, like looking back um, on, on a few years back, there's, there's some projects kind of amateur projects working on just listening back to the sound then you always think oh I could have done this little thing better change this little thing to make it sound nicer or whatever um, and there is almost that that element of regret for things like that but I guess you should look at it as kind of a stepping stone to yeah. how you sound now um, but anybody looking back on their old stuff is always going to think there could be something a little different because you're always learning and you're always getting better so it's easier to look back with this kind of hindsight now. But um, but yeah, I think I'm proud of what I've done up until now. And I think they've all helped me develop and learn a lot more about music and about where I'm going with music. So they're all important. And I don't have many regrets about them. Maybe the sound quality could be a little bit better, but I'll let that slide. So it's all a means to an end, basically. It's all kind of a stepping stone to improve over time. Yeah, that's how I view it anyway. Um, like finishing a project is great and having that to look back on is great. In the end of the day, you're always developing and you're always getting better. Um, and if you use those things, those songs and those projects as this kind of thing to learn from, then it'll help everybody. It'll, it'll help you learn and it'll, it'll also appeal to your, your fans and things as well. So it's kind of a win-win, I suppose. So um, how have you been spending lockdown? Are you finished all college work or exams or whatever you, whatever you have been doing over the past yeah, few months? Just about, just about got through it all. So um, college there, I guess, two or three weeks ago now. Time is kind of all over the place. I don't even want to do this anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, so that kind of kept me preoccupied for a while. Um, so now uh, I've been focusing a lot on music, naturally enough. Um, so straight away, we jumped into preparing for a live stream, actually. Okay. Um, so me and my good friends uh, from Last Orders, they're called. Um, we were planning on having a gig uh, on the 18th of March in Wheelands. So that would have been first kind of headliner, I suppose. Mm. Um, but that was cancelled, unfortunately, due to the whole situation. Um, so that was put on the back burner for a while. But now we've decided to kind of reinvigorate that and bring it back now in a live stream form so it's the Whelan's gig that never happened I suppose. Um, is there a particular date or a particular time that we're Yeah so that's actually tomorrow night um, tomorrow night at eight o'clock it is. 
Um, so uh, yeah, that's kind of been keeping me busy. I'm doing a lot of the the pre-recording at the moment. for that. Um, a few cover songs and a few original songs as well for that. And then we're doing bits and pieces live as well. So should be good fun. Um, do you think that um, the whole experience of being in lockdown and you know spending really a lot of time in the current state, do you think that's going to have an impact um, on how long it takes for people to get out and start you know busking or gigging again? And what's your kind of opinion on how the music industry will kind of recover over time? Interesting to look at actually at the minute because just everything's so up in the air yeah. and it's so different in all the different countries across the world. Um, like already you can see the response that the music industry has have, had, even like interviews like this are, are commonplace now, which yeah. is kind of crazy. Like if you would have thought this was going to happen a few months ago, um, you'd think you're mad. <laughs> but um, coming coming out of this will be interesting because different different people and different countries have different approaches to coming out of more gradual and some places will be straight out of lockdown um and the public perception i guess is what's gonna determine it so like big big events like music festivals like ep and things um it's it comes down to the people that want to come to it and if they're if they feel they're going to be safe coming to it yeah um but Nobody really knows, I guess, at the minute, because we just don't know where the situation's going, I guess. But um, I, I think things will... Surely. Uh, so things like live streams and things that you see all over the place now, uh, I think that's a great thing to have anyway. It is, um, definitely. Even without the lockdown. Um, it feels a lot more personal, I think, than... Like, going to a gig is great, but um, it feels like you're kind of one-on-one with the person whenever you're watching a live stream or something so it has its pros as well yeah um you know this um this interview will be going out long after um your own live stream is done but um i'll share it out on twitter and facebook and stuff on our pages and um hopefully and hopefully we'll get a few more people onto it so i'm looking forward to that tomorrow night um so you said you wanted to play a bit of a song for us is that right Yes, um, I have my guitar over here. I suppose just before we do that, um, we'll we'll kind we'll kind of end it with the song. So um, yeah, just no before worries. that, is there any just if people want to hear more, where should they look? Yeah, so um, I am on Spotify. You can check out on social medias as well, um, on Facebook and Instagram mainly, uh, and Run and Freel Music. Uh, Instagram is the most interesting at the minute. Uh, I'm doing the daily series there yeah. uh, where I'm playing a new song every day. So definitely check that out if you can. Right. Well, thanks a million. This is Rowan and Freel. And what song are you going to be playing today? Uh, so I'll be playing a song called Homesick Blues. So it's a little bit different to the Spotify recording. It's more of an acoustic take on it. All right. Perfect. Whenever you're ready. They crawl under my skin 
like the sea. I will plunge myself into the ocean and my paradise I will once again Thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. And so that was Ronan Free, and I'd like to thank Ronan very much for coming on. And I'd like to thank you very much for watching. So please do stay tuned next week for another episode of the All Ireland Podcast. Thank you very much, and goodbye. <laughs>